Yo, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecues Movies. Today is November 22nd, 2021. It's currently 12.42 a.m. in the morning. What am I doing? Chatting to you folks out there. All right. Got the silly music playing right now because, you know what? This song right here, I swear, it describes our entire nation. <laughs> this is the world that we live in. This is the world. We're, we're a bunch of silly mofos. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I can't describe it better. Uh, I mean, how do you talk to people who really can't see right from wrong? I mean, you know, I, from myself, again, the bad thing about me is I sometimes I see things as black and white, right and wrong. I, I draw that line in the sand. But then again, when I'm healthy, when I see it, when I, you know, I'm not close-minded, I can see that we have a problem. We have a, pro- we have a problem. America has a problem of perspective, right? And everyone thinks their perspective is right. I mean, how do you find your correct perspective? How do you know that you're on the right path, that you have, that you're thinking correctly? Now, for myself, you know, as I've grown, as I've grown older, uh, and I'm, and I've moved on from being the stubborn um, young kid that I was before. I'm 44 right now, going on 45 next year. But one thing I've learned is that you really have to abandon the superego. Now, now, what do I mean by what is the superego? The superego is what kind of powers us, our, and what powers us is our fears. And a lot of people, a lot of times people have the fear, a major fear of being wrong. Because again, who wants to be wrong? Because you can sit there with pie on your face and what if you believed in something so wrong for your entire life and then, then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you, and you figure out, whoa, you know, I based my entire life, my entire, you know, all my college degrees I've got, it was we're all based upon this. And because I went down this one road or one freeway at, at ludicrous speed and failed to actually talk to someone with any common sense and only talk to people in my echo chamber, now I'm realizing I've been wrong all these times for the past 10 years. And I've been speeding down this freeway of wrongness. And, and I did it. I never stopped, you know, pumped the brakes a little to slow down because I thought everybody else was stupid. And, and, th- and that's the problem with America today. We don't want to pump the brakes. You know, we don't want to slow down and, and think that maybe we could be wrong. Maybe we could be headed down the wrong path. Now, for myself, again, what do I do now? I always listen to both sides of the argument. And there's, also, there's always two, three, four, five more sides of the argument. And I always keep an open mind. I want to be proven wrong. In fact, this is something that's, that may surprise you. You know, while I do feel very confident in what I say, I do so at the moment. But maybe tomorrow or maybe you know, in the next minute or so, if somebody comes over to me and, and, and it presents a very, very valid argument, well, I will basically say, well, I do believe you. I really do believe you. You know, you know for, why don't we just take the, the topic of abortion? Now, I've been on pro, the pro-choice side. I've also been on the pro-life side. And I believe I've also been in the middle. 
And where do I find myself now? I find myself a little bit more on the pro-life side. But I'll tell you one, one of these things is that I find that both arguments are very, very, very good. But I do choose to stay with the pro-life argument because I will always side on the, on the side of life. And that's just me. You know, I don't care what your rights are, right? And, or, or anything like that. I want to side on the side of life. That's it. And that's just me. Now, I'm willing to have a conversation with anyone who disagrees with me. And that's the whole point. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk it out. Let's talk about why you disagree with me. And maybe I'll actually agree with you. And, or maybe I'll listen to you. But then that's what we have to do. We always have to listen to the other side. And even when it comes to COVID, I mean, there's so many arguments out there. I mean, I've listened to Fauci. I've, list, I've listened to Dr. Scott Atlas. I've listened to Michael Savage, who's another great doctor out there of pharmacology. He has his own radio talk show. I've listened to everyone, including my friends who are doctors. And I've also listened to people who aren't doctors. I want to listen. And, I've, and that's how I formulated my own opinion, my own way of thinking. And what's really scary, I mean, to me, is that people are losing their ability to critically think. In this nation, in this time in our life that we're living in right now, we are told to follow, to shut up and follow, to not think independently, but to be part of a group, to not question, right? I mean, Fauci right now, and a lot of people out there including from El Gore. This, this theory started before COVID, but they always would say, the debate is over, the science is in. Follow it. Follow the science. Follow, follow, follow. Well, I'm sorry. Science is not about following. You know, science is about interpreting, analyzing, you're debating. The core of science is to, is to debate. You know, all of us have computers, cell phones, and, you know, all of us have used programs. How Do they operate with 100% efficiency? No. Now, these were made by scientists, engineers, very, very intelligent people. And they're always getting it, they're getting it close to right, but never 100% right. And there's always a debate. Hey, what's a better phone? An iPhone or an Android phone or a Motorola phone or anything like that, right? What is better? And both sides have different arguments. And I'm sure some people of you switch sides and everything after hearing the different arguments and switch back. And that is the debate. That's the conversation. You're, you're trying to listen. But apparently in this day and age, having a conversation about anything controversial Everything from who you voted for, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, I don't care. Or even if you voted for, for, for Hillary Clinton, I'll listen to you on, on why you voted, why you're a Democrat, why you think that we can actually control the climate with taxes by buying a Tesla. You think it will actually control ocean levels. I want to listen. I really want to listen. And not to mock, never mock. We'll have a conversation. And of course, I may throw in a little bit, a little bit of humor out there that to, to make you laugh, but it's never meant to insult. But here's the funny thing. You know, in this day and age that we're, that we're living in, our freedom of speech, our speech, I mean, just our speech, I want to just say our, not, not freedom of speech, we'll just say our speech is censored 
by proxy through the big tech oligarchs. The government out there is saying, well, we, you know, we're not censoring your speech out there, but the government is working with Facebook, with all the big techs out there to censor your speech because they're scared of it. You're not following it. I mean, simple things from when Trump was, when Trump was getting elected, when, when Trump was, was seeking election, you know, so, you know, social media censored anything talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. And now we find out that Hunter Biden's laptop was totally true. How about we, we, how about we back up further? Uh, when, when Trump was being investigated for, investigated for Russia collusion, and we all said that it was fake. Now, it all, now that we're living in the present, we know for a fact that the, the news, the media, social media, and YouTube, they completely were wrong, right? It, it was, it was 100% fake. We, we on the right were actually correct. But what happened on YouTube? They censored everything. What happened on Facebook? They fact-checked everything. And, and guess what? Sometimes if you write something about Russia collusion and that Hillary Clinton being behind it, being behind it well, Facebook will still fact-check you sometimes with that little thing on the bottom saying, well, no, Trump actually colluded with Russia. They'll have an old factcheck.org article that it links to even though that factcheck.org article is wrong. And there we go. Again, factcheck.org or like that, or like, uh, I forgot what the other ones were, all these different type of fact-checking fact checking websites. You know, what was it called before? Snopes, Snoops or something like that. All of them have been proven to be wrong, wrong, and wrong, and just extensions of the Liberal Party. And there you go. We off, all of a sudden, our opinion. Our viewpoint, our perspective is suddenly just, you know, you know, molded into something from these fact check websites, which were proven to be wrong. The media were, they were proven to be wrong. And if you were out there saying the opposite, you were chastised, you were bullied, you were, you were basically, you know, the left thought that maybe you should, shouldn't even be allowed to have a life. So a lot of times you would get fired from your job. Gina Carano got fired from The Mandalorian for pretty much, you know, kind of, you know, being a little political, even though even though that really wasn't her, her whole deal. Gina Carano lost her job, you know, in Hollywood or in Disney because she, you know, she just said she wanted to, to, to have her own opinion. What's wrong with that? Aaron Rodgers was chastised for not taking the vaccine. What's wrong with that? He made his argument. His argument, people didn't even listen to the argument. They just said, oh, no, it's bad for him because he should take the vaccine. But Lamar Jackson didn't take the vaccine, and they have no problem with that. Because why? Lamar Jackson is black. Aaron Rodgers is white. That's really what it comes down to. It's racist. They're racist. So now, why don't we just hop on towards the present? Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted. No, he was found innocent. Not acquitted. He was found innocent. My bad. He was found innocent of all charges. All five charges of murder that was, uh, I guess, <laughs> fraudulently, fraudulently uh, put upon him by a very, very corrupt prosecutor. Okay? And he was found 100% innocent. Now, if you actually tried to have a conversation on Facebook about that or even posted something on YouTube about it, 
that post it was taken down. I had one, a few of my posts taken down, uh, and uh, and so there were some YouTube videos that were taken down. I even had a podcast that was actually taken down about Kyle Rittenhouse. How do you like that? Two of them are still up. I actually made a third one. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So, you know, they're trying to censor you. You know, the only reason why I'm hope I'm going to back up here. The only reason why my podcasts are up right now that that are still up is because number one, I, I republished them, and number two, I think Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent. I really think that's the reason why. But why is it right now that we're not allowed to have a different opinion? Why? Why is it that? Why is it that the the voices that are that are calling for violence? In the street, um, for example, why is it for that? Their pod, why is there podcasters that are preaching no justice, no peace? So if they don't get, if Kyle Rittenhouse is not, you know, convicted of murder, there's going to be no peace in the streets. Therefore, right now in Kenosha, they're calling for basically violence. This is podcasters who are doing this why why is not their podcast taken down because they're actually calling for pod for for actually for violence right why are their posts not taken down on facebook or social media or twitter they are actually calling for violence there was a a, um i guess a senator who actually called for violence saying again echoing no justice no peace he actually had retweeted that why is his twitter account not suspended He's calling for an insurrection. Does that make any sense whatsoever? It really, really doesn't. You know, it's really sad. Now, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kind of like you know jump into this Kyle Rittenhouse thing right now. Um, it, I, I wrote this Facebook post. I'm gonna read it out to you. Uh, but it, you know, what's really sad is that uh, the left, the the left, they're just jumping on board. This whole hate Kyle Rittenhouse thing, just, just to appease their their base. I, I, I mean, that's what I really think it is. They have no sense of morals. All right, so I'm going to read this quote first of all. Um, that was a uh, that was given by Chairman House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler. Now, I'm not sure if you remember who this guy is, but he's a short, little, chubby guy. He's balding. He has a really bad comb over. And he was one of the major guys who was, uh, uh, you know, basically who was going to impeach Trump. So I'm going to read his quote for you. Quote, This heartbreaking verdict is a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies a federal review, review by the DOJ. Justice cannot tolerate armed persons crossing state lines looking for trouble while people engage in First Amendment protected protest. Okay, that's Jerry Nadler. Okay, that's unquote Jerry Nadler, all right? So what's wrong with this quote? Well, number one, he's got a lot of his facts wrong. So number one, Kyle Rittenhouse did not cross state lines with an AR-15. His AR-15 was waiting for him over there in Kenosha. His friend had bought it for him and was holding his AR-15 for him, all right? The people who were engaged in First Amendment protected protests were not actually engaging in First Amendment protected protests. Your First Amendment rights entitle you to peacefully gather and protest. I don't think burning down, you know, streets, city blocks of Kenosha, 
lighting dumpsters on fire and pushing them into um, police cars, throwing, you know, you know, shooting, shooting uh, fireworks at cops is considered protected speech, right? That is not protected at all. That is a riot. So again, Jerry Nadler can't understand what is a riot and what is a peaceful protest. Of course he can. He's just giving you lip service. And and how and this and this verdict was an obvious was an obvious um, case to rule on. It was a very easy case to rule on because there's video evidence by from multiple camera angles showing that these three men and I think it's four men now, right? They attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, and only those who attacked him <laughs> those were the ones who he fought back with. <laughs> oh. Now, here's the really horrible thing. This dude, Jerry Nadler, who again, who, who is the House Judiciary Chairman. So, he, so he's kind of in control of the DOJ, right? He is saying that this verdict justifies a federal review by the D Department of Justice. Really. So this is pretty scary. Because what... What, they're, what they did to Trump, right? Now, let's not forget what they did to Trump. You know, they tried to impeach him. They tried to use, they tried to use the resources of the federal government. They twisted it. They twisted the law. And, and they did all of these things. They even used the power of impeachment to try to get Mr. I mean, President Trump, I almost called him Mr. Trump, President Trump out of office. They did so illegally. Right? They did so 100%, 1 million percent illegally. This is what they do. This is what the Democrats do. Back it up, back the train up even further. During Obama's time, Obama used the IRS to target conservative nonprofits. The, the Obama used the IRS to target conservatives, to put conservatives, uh, I guess, under audits, more so than Democrats. All right? Now, 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 going back, now backing the truck a little forward, you had Hillary Clinton and the false dossier, which which were created by Russians, which meant that Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians to create a false dossier, which the FBI used to spy on on the Trump campaign. This is what they're doing. Now, what are they doing now? They're actually getting the power of the DOJ to investigate Kyle Rittenhouse. Why? Because Kyle Rittenhouse represents more than just self-defense. It represents, again, a strong sense of the Second, Second Amendment. And they're against the Second Amendment. They want to take away your right to self-defense with use of deadly force from a gun. They really, want to, they really want to take that away from you. And they also want to take away your freedom of speech. And on top of that, they want to cater to their base. They think their base... Well, it is true. They're base. They're flat out idiots out there. Again, remember what I was talking about in the beginning, people who are just barreling down the freeway of stupidity, not pumping the brakes at all. Well, that's their base. You know, and they want to just keep them going on this avenue, this freeway of stupidity down there. And, and you know what? They want those people to be completely ignorant. You know, have you ever talked to these people, by the way? A lot of them still believe that <laughs> that, you know, A, that Trump colluded with the Russians, that the dossier is 100% real, 
that the insurrection actually happened and that that one of the the, the Capitol police officers were killed by Trump by Trump rioters. And none of this true. None of it. And you try to tell them the truth and they're like, nope, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. Right? You know, you try to tell them the truth about COVID. You try to tell them, hey, you're taking a booster. They're advocating for a third booster. Now they're even advocating for a fourth booster. And this booster, by the way, is for the alpha variant of COVID, which is extinct. There's no trace of the alpha variant at all. And it doesn't even work very well on the Delta variant. And it could actually change this mRNA vaccine with a flip of a, sw- a switch, but they won't. <laughs> and, and they won't believe you. Because again, all they do is follow. They follow the science. And who is science? The Democrat Party. Sad. It's really, really, really sad. All right, people, I got to cut the commercial. I've been talking for 20 minutes. I'll be back. I'll be back, so keep tuning in. What am I going to talk about? Well, you just have to tune in to find out, right? Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure... You check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. All right, everyone, I am back. Welcome back to my podcast. Now we are going to continue the silly talk because... Again, our entire nation is silly. People are just silly. It's a nice way to say people are stupid. That's why I'm playing the stupid, silly music. I call this the Joe Biden music, the Joe Biden theme music, because this is what's going on in Joe Biden's brain. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn this music down here. So here's what I'm going to be talking about right now. I'm just going to give you a summary of uh, what I've been watching on Fox Nation. Now, by the way, if you don't have Fox Nation, you should think about getting it. I believe veterans get one year for free, and I think after that, you know, you have to pay for it. But it's really good. Um, I'm, I basically get it because now I'm, not, I'm no veteran, but i um, definitely not a veteran. Uh, but my father is a veteran, and he was able to get this for free. So we're still on our free year, and I've been having a lot of fun listening to this uh, show by Tucker Carlson. It's called Tucker Carlson Today. And it's a long for it's a long form interview format uh, that it's kind of like Joe Rogan, where Tucker Carlson kind of sits across just one person and interviews them for about an hour. Sometimes it runs over an hour. Sometimes it's around thirty minutes. But it's a very it's not like his show because his show you know people talk in sound bites and they have to you know they have they have to cut the commercial. So you really can't you really can't get to the bottom of their conversation. And sometimes you know people talk for a, a pretty long time. Now, just recently, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, had the opportunity to, to interview Dr. Scott Atlas, and this was really interesting. So now, just to you know, give you a quick rundown on who he is, uh, if, if you remember, um, midway through COVID in 2020, uh, Trump brought on uh, a doctor, uh, Dr. Scott Atlas, who pretty much swam against the waters of Fauci. 
Uh, I mean, he, he not only swam against the waters, he basically <laughs> drove a truck against, uh, against uh, Fauci. Whatever Fauci said, he, he 100% disagreed with it. And when he came on board uh, and he was assigned to the task force, whew, Fauci and uh, who was that other lady, um, Burks or something like that, they really didn't like it because Fauci and Burks, they were there for 40 years. And uh, you know, the COVID was their virus to fix, not Dr. Scott Atlas's. And, uh, but Dr. Scott Atlas, um, <laughs> through, through uh, I guess, uh, through the advice of Trump and through the, through the wanting of Trump, through the uh, orders of Trump, <laughs> sat himself... Uh, well, first of all, he was an advisor to the president, and number two, he also sat on the actual coronavirus task force. Now, in this interview... Dr. Scott Atlas pretty much outlined um, how he was treated. Now, number one, he was bullied. And number two, he was the only person in that room, the only person in that room who actually treated patients. How do you like that? He was, and and he, he made a pretty astounding claim here. Now, I'm not sure if it's true because, again, we were not in the room, but he said that Fauci, Fauci, Burks, and everyone else who sat on top of that task force panel did not bring any type of scientific data to to support what uh, to support uh, what they were recommending to the president. The only person who brought any scientific data, charts, graphs, studies to the table was actually Dr. Scott Atlas. And when Dr. Scott Atlas would make an argument. Say for, say, for example, an argument against masks, an argument against closing down schools, an argument against vaccines for kids. Well, what, what, what happened? He was chastised and bullied by Fauci and Burks and, and, say, and, and just said that instead of debating him on the science with other studies, which he was, which he was showing on a graph, right, on a graph and everything like that, they were saying that you're an outlier, you know, your opinion doesn't count. This is our virus, basically. How do you like that? Now, this, is, this contrasts Fauci's, um, I, guess, uh, I guess, Fauci's press conferences because he said that we have to follow the science. We're all about looking at data and analyzing data. According to Dr. Scott Atlas, they really weren't analyzing data. And now when I take a look at it, they weren't. There's no proof that masks work. There's no proof that social distancing actually is effective. There's no proof that lockdowns actually worked. I know that because Hawaii's been one of the most locked down states out of all of there. We locked down and COVID still spread. In fact, every single time we lock down, <laughs> the COVID numbers go up, right? When we open up, COVID numbers go down. Why is that? Why is that? Right? Isn't that interesting, right? But, and there's science proving, there's, there's actually science out there answering why. is because this virus tends to spread more at home than outside. That UV rays actually do a lot of things to uh, uh, help kill the virus out there. But I, and I can go on and on and on. It seems as, remember when Fauci said that these uh, college, game, college and pro football games that were that were filled with stadiums would just be super spreader events. He was just speaking that right through his tongue 
without consulting, without without providing any type of data. He said that right out to the media er, on every single network channel. And guess what? He's been wrong, wrong, and wrong. <laughs> you know, it, it, it almost baffles me. Now, why? I'm asking you this. Why is Fauci and Burke still on the coronavirus task force panel? Well, actually, Burks is not. She's not there. But why is Fauci still there when he's gotten it wrong over and over and over again? And guess what? There's, there's proof. There's definite proof and data that shows that Fauci was kind of responsible for this entire virus in the first place by supplying money to the lab in Wuhan to study gain-of-function uh, re- to study gain of function research with bat coronaviruses, which this just happens to be. <laughs> so we're dealing with a virus that is genetically modified, a GMO, right? No, or what? Is it maybe a GMV, a genetically modified virus. Boy, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm shaking my head right now. I'm just really shaking my head. So Scott Atlas goes on to talk about a lot of other things about, about the coronavirus task force. I don't want to outline it all here. What I want you to do is to maybe look, up, look it up on YouTube, and I think you can find excerpts of what Scott Atlas is actually saying. And uh, for those of you who want to see the whole interview, I think you should actually subscribe to Fox Nation. I really do. I, you know, I'm not getting paid by Fox Nation to, 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 um, to push this at all. Uh, I get 100% no money from it. I'm not getting a penny from this. I think it's really good. By the way, there's a lot of other shows on here which are really great. Um, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. Uh, they have Laura, Laura Logan has a, has a show here. They have Cops, which is really cool. And there's some other good, there's another um, good show. Dan Bongino has a show on here. Uh, but what other show do I really like? I think it's called um, Parked. Yeah, Parked is really cool. Um, Parked is this, I think it's... Um, it's hosted by this very, very attractive blonde girl. And then uh, she actually goes from national park to national park. And it's really cool. She's a really great host and she tries to do things over there. It's really cool. I really like that. It's a really great show. But on top of that, all of the Fox primetime shows, if you don't, if you don't, um, if you miss it, you can watch it on here the day after, which is really cool. Anyway, that's it for my podcast right now. It's currently 1.12 a.m. in the morning. I better get to bed and I will talk to you soon. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.